Jefferson sitting in for huge today. Producer Brett Hayes deserves a lot of credit right there, bringing me back in with Tornado of Souls from Megadeth, one of my very favorite bands. It's also a favorite band of the man who's about to join us on these airwaves. Uh, we we have not been to a Megadeth concert together, Scott Bischoff, but we have seen Metallica together, and that was that was quite a show. Um, boy, it, it, Scott, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Anytime. It was Avenged Sevenfold and. Uh... Uh, Volby, Dutch band, Volby, uh, they were great. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. We got to do that again sometime. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll see How Metallica with Dan Campbell. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so this is Scott Bischoff. You know him. He's he's been at a lot of different places, including Lions Wire for a brief time. Uh, now he and I work together on the Detroit Lions podcast, and Scott has been putting out some awesome videos. Um, detailing different things that, that he's gone over um, related to the NFL draft and the Detroit Lions. And your latest one, Scott, this was fun. You broke down everybody's favorite, uh, uh, either pariah or dream, Anthony Richardson, or uh, as you call him, Antonio. <laughs> I, You know what it is. I, I, <laughs> I can't even say it. I'm not. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so you did a video, and it, it's up on YouTube. Check out the Detroit Lions podcast, or just look up Scott on Twitter, Scott Bischoff, uh, and you will find it. Uh, but to, to give me a little bit of an overview on what you found when you broke down Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson and how he might work for the Detroit Lions or not work. Well, so, okay, the the video that I just put out has literally nothing to do with the Lions. It, nothing. All I was trying to... Um, get out there was there's a reason why this guy was being talked about the way he was a month ago and and now the narrative or whatever it is has completely flipped and he is gaining serious steam right um, I think uh, even like last Thursday he was 100 to 1 pretty much everywhere to go first overall and in some places it's down to 20 to 1 in a short four days like what's happened so it's just the entire video, the reason to put out the video is to explain what I think is happening and why I think people, there's a lot more eyes on on him um, now than there have ever been, and people are surprised with what they're seeing. Because the reality is, is you know, everybody has their own, their own preconceived notions or, or biases about what a player is going to look like, uh, especially a player who is widely talked about as raw as people talked about Anthony Richardson being raw. And I just, you know, it's one of those things where you watch him play and there's a lot of nuance and a lot of subtlety in what he does. And there's a lot of, I I don't want to call it advanced stuff, but he's not raw in a lot of ways. Like his ability to maneuver in and, you know, inside the pocket is pretty advanced. It is. Um, he deals with, pre- with with pressure really well. Uh, those are not concept. Those are not concepts of what a, you know a, a very raw quarterback is. To me, they're not. 
Yeah, and and I I agree with you, and I think more and more people uh, in the the online draft community, and even like the higher ups, you know, the, the Mel Kuypers and and Daniel Jeremiah's of the world, have been exposed to him more. And yes. quite frankly, the more we watch, the more you like. Like you know, That's exactly what's happening is, is everybody is watching him more and they're discounting some of the bad like like there are times when it's like you know you're playing a basketball game and, and you're wide open underneath the basket and you miss a layup and you're like the hell is that or, you know uh, how does that happen and he misses throws like that every once in a while yes he, he does. does and that's I think that's tied to um. I don't want to. I don't want to call it static feet, but there are moments when his feet do get too close together, and his base uh, he gets tall in his base. Sometimes even up on his tippy toes, and then he'll rely upon his arm strength just to rip throws, and that's when he misses. But when he's got when he's got everything right, he can make every throw that you, that you need him to make. So you so you look at a player. So you know I, I see him as. This is a guy who's who's got some very you know he's got some mechanics mechanical stuff with his footwork to clean up. That's about it. Um, and then you look at some of the the all right he's really good at with pressure. He, he does not leave out the back door kind of like how most quarterbacks will just freak when they see pressure and go. Especially a quarterback like that, like. Dude, you could just you could feel pressure and run, and you'd be effective all the time. But his 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 thing is more to step up and climb inside the pocket, and then navigate right to left, and continue to make throws down the field. And some of it is also Florida. Florida asks a lot out of him as a as a player. Like we got to discount some of the completion percentage stuff with Florida because he's you know they're having him drive the ball down the field pretty far down the field a lot. Yeah. So and and two receivers, by the way, none of whom will be in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, and, and there are throws that he makes that make that wow you. There are, like you said, there there you get the more exposure, the more I think there is to like about his game. And I think that's what's happening is is people are coming away a little surprised. Um, I don't mean that in a negative way, but just surprised that he has uh, sort of crashed the party in terms of. This is what I thought I was going to see. I didn't see any of that. In fact, I saw the opposite. I saw a guy who's pretty advanced at dealing with pressure and, and is really good in the pocket, keeps his eyes up, and you know does all these things, makes good decisions, um, does a really good job of not taking sacks. I think he only took like 13 sacks with that offensive line this year. That's really good. If you watch that offensive line, it's not very good. So that's <laughs> it's, just it's wild, too, because they're going to have two guys – Well. Osiris Torrance is certainly going to get drafted. Richard Gurridge, yeah. their left tackle, is maybe draftable. He was done at the Senior Bowl. He had a good week down there. But, yeah, there he was under instant pressure more than any quarterback I can recall scouting in a long time. Yes, and he handled it. And it's, you know, part of it, too, is he had a really slow start. I want to say he was he threw four interceptions in the first three weeks, no touchdowns, and then he had the big blow-up week against Tennessee, and then he then he finished – 15, I want to say 15 touchdowns in eight weeks and four interceptions in the, in the last eight weeks. So he did clean it up, and I think that's one of the other things is if you look at him from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, you see a lot of improvement, which you and I both know is huge for quarterbacks. Oh, 100%. So we're looking at a, a young quarterback who hasn't played a ton, who's in, who showed you a bunch of improvement within one season, and, oh, by the way, shows you a bunch of really good 
uh, ability to handle pressure and moves inside the pocket. Not big moves, but, you know, just enough to keep himself upright and clean and then, you know, make, and he's got enough twitch in his game to then make throws that most other quarterbacks are not making. He's impressive. He is. I, I agree with but, you on that. <laughs> the video was not even for Lions fans. Right, but and, but you're, because you're, we're on a Lions outlet, you know, people are going to make that connection. Okay, Scott's advocating that you take Anthony Richardson at six. Would you do that at six? Um, I don't. I mean, I think that's a hard question to answer. I don't know that I'd do I it. Agree. But I agree. <laughs> I don't think it's realistic to think that he's even remotely in the he's on the board much longer than that. So would I do it at six? Yes, I would just because I think that the offense as constructed is capped. Um, I think he would give you a bunch of different things. I mean, again, remember, you know, uh, he would not play in year one. There's, right. There would be no reason to play him in year one. It'd be, I mean, nobody remembers this, but Patrick Mahomes played played in week 17 in his first year with the Chiefs. They had a bye. They were good enough to have a bye in, in uh, Mahomes' rookie season. That's how good they were, but they still went out and took a quarterback because they knew Alex Smith was just not that guy. And, you know, um, it just seems like it's working for him. And I, know, I realize it's one team, but still, uh, it's a tough question. Would I take him at six? I don't know. Is Jalen Carter available? <laughs> uh, based on recent feedback, he might be, though. I think we're at the time of year. Look, as I said in the open, I'm going to the Combine next week. We're going to learn a lot more about, like right now, everything is speculative. Next week is when we start to get real information where we're talking to actual you know, NFL-employed people, team-employed people, and we get a better idea of how they really feel about prospects. But yeah. uh, I, uh, I, I'm with you, man. I think Richardson is not going to last much past six uh, if he even makes it to six, uh, and it's something that the Lions certainly need to consider. Um, yeah, I mean, he may not make it to six, and the other thing is if he is on the board at six, you, you may have a – we might see the um, – the the very dreamed about trade down because we talk about that every year we absolutely do and it is something by the way the the chiefs traded up for patrick mahomes uh another somewhat similar situation the houston Texans once upon a time traded way up for deshaun watson um when when they were what they felt was a quarterback away uh and uh actually patrick mahomes sort of rained on that because that first year uh, it was there for Houston. They, they wound up losing Kansas City in a blowout comeback loss. They were winning twenty eight nothing and lost. Yes, it happens. And it, when you look at the draft, <laughs> uh, Vegas. I think Vegas has a seventh pick. Atlanta has the eighth pick, and Carolina has a ninth pick. And guess what? They all need quarterbacks. Yeah. So, and guess yeah. what? Carolina has ammo. <laughs> they can they can do some things. Uh, that's Please and thank you. Yeah, that's certainly uh, something that will be considered. Um, I want to go to the the. the the previous series of videos that you did on cornerbacks, because I thought you did a fantastic job of breaking down several of the top cornerbacks. Cornerback, obviously a big need for the Detroit Lions, uh, with, with Jeff Okuda's status up in the air because of injuries. Uh, I think we'd all like to have a legit number one outside corner. Will Harris needs to be replaced in the slot. Um, even if he comes back, I'd still like to see him replaced, but that, that's just me. Um, you know, I, 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 Tell us how you feel. I, uh, <laughs> That's what, that's what I'm here for, Scott. I agree with you. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and I, I do give Will Harris somewhat begrudging credit. He played pretty darn well at the end of the season. Um, he was part of the reason why the Lions had the best 
running best pass defense against running backs in the NFL last season. Um, he, he was no small part of that, but uh, they got to do a lot better against wide receivers. And that's where your cornerbacks come in. So take yeah. me take me through quickly um, the, a couple. I'll, I'll just go off the, the 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 guy that everybody's talking about is Devon Witherspoon from Illinois. Your like skinny nutshell evaluation on him. So super physical uh, junkyard dog kind of player who. I mean, it's very easy. This is the reason why I think he popped very quickly in the process is, is that you could watch one game of his and you know exactly how he's going to impact the NFL. You just know it. He's he's going to hit. He's going to he's he takes it very personal when he gets blocked. I almost look at him the way like. You know, when we were growing up, Jeff, you would watch a hockey game and somebody would hit somebody, and you know that dude was taking a number, and he was he was going to find that guy later. Uh, Devin Witherspoon does that when he's blocked; like he gets pissed about it. Yes, and it's and it's like that's a you know it's a really good uh, trait to have to be to play on the edge and and, and to. And to play, you know, prickly about something as minor as being blocked on a on a running play that was forty yards from you. Yeah, it's it's very <laughs> um, Richard Sherman. <laughs> yes, he's very prickly. It's very obvious the way the way he's you know he he plays. But then we're also looking at a, a guy I think is going to be five eleven and maybe one eighty. So yeah, you know, there's the rub. Yes, and I think six is rich, but I also think that there's some when you watch and there's and he's an off man uh, aligned against slot receivers where they have a two way go. He gets beat a lot in off man. Um, so I think one of the things, and again, this is very speculative. We're a long ways away, but I think that we're going to see a guy who's going to measure small and and test a little bit lighter than we like. And then maybe have a little bit, have a little bit of stiffness um, in his hips. So you know the the three the three cone shuttle and the 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 short the agility stuff. I think he will not test great there. So I think when it when it all kind of boils out in the wash, he's much more of a of an option at eighteen than he is at six. All right, let's talk about a guy that's not going to have any problems in Indianapolis with the testing. That would be Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Uh, yes. he, he is sort of the antithesis of that. He, this is a guy who's going to measure about 6'2", about 200 pounds, and has world-class sprinter speed. But, yes. Scott, can he play cornerback? I don't know. Um, I, I, in the video, I called him um, the prospective best football, flag football player in the history of the world. <laughs> Uh, he is not physical. There's really not a lot of physicality in his game. His ability to mirror and like pattern match and move is is ridiculous. It's rare. Uh, I think he's going to run in that four three range, like low four threes, and at that size, it's crazy. That's like, ridiculous. I, I think he will be sub four three five. I really do. But also the agility stuff. Like you, you could see him just. He is so loose. Um, Everything he does is easy. He moves so smooth and fluid. It's just when he plays up close in in man coverage, he doesn't really use his hands and press. And then there are plays that he gives up. He'll, he'll give up completions where he's in great position. He's just not physical enough at all. And I worry in regards to his competitiveness. Um, like you did all those things and ran with this dude for forty yards. And just we're happy 
watching that pass get completed, but you were right there. And it's just like, I don't know how you, like, I worry about the competitiveness there. Yeah, they're, they're, the that, that definitely shows on the film. And it was something that frustrated me. Also, the fact that he's, he's not, a, I wouldn't say he's a bad tackler, but I'm not going to say that he's an enthusiastic tackler either. He is not a, he, he does not love contact. He's like the anti-Witherspoon. The, the Witherspoon loves contact to the point where you almost got to pull him back because he's going to get hurt. Uh, <laughs> Especially his size. Is more, yes, and Gonzalez is just more passive the way he plays. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to ask you about one other guy who sort of splits the difference between the two. That's Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. Your yeah. uh, your quick hit on Porter. He is sort of right there between the two. I, I don't think he's going to run anything like the way Gonzalez runs, but his arms are so long. He's got 35-inch verified arms. Um, you know, having him press and then run trail technique, uh, like like off man like press bail coverage. I don't know how you could ever complete a pass over the top on him just because he's he seems to be in pretty good position all the time. But his arms are so long that you'd have to make incredibly precise throws. It's tough to do. Um, I do, the only the negatives there are there. I think there are times when he will he'll get a little grabby. Um, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, you know, a little grabby on stuff that's that breaks in front of him and. Um, I think that you know there are uh, there are some times when he, when he doesn't is not great technically in a false step at the at the line of scrimmage in press, but he he recovers well. So I, I don't think there Porter for me would probably be the guy I'd be thinking is cornerback one for a team that likes to play you know press man type type coverages just because of the mix of the physicality and the the ability to play in, in trail coverage that kind of stuff. So very good player, very very good player and with NFL bloodlines and that matters. Yeah, and the fact that his father was a linebacker shows in how he plays too, and that. That, that's a very admirable grit trait for Detroit and Dan Campbell. Yes. All right. What? Give, give me. We, we got just a couple minutes here left, Scott. Tell me what your next video is going to be on and why we're going to love it. Well, tomorrow, I I hope I'm not letting the cat out of the bag, but I think there's one being released on Bijan Robinson tomorrow. I might have heard that. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm sure people are going to hate it. Um, <laughs> I seem to be um, the YouTube. I, I'm I'm going to start getting, seeking out therapy over the way the YouTube community treats me. Scott, don't <laughs> read the comments. Never read the comments. <laughs> oh man, it's so uh, we're doing uh, we're doing Bijan, and then there's one coming out on on, Wither, on Witherspoon about what to expect sort of at the combine, and I'm just going to kind of I think we're just going to hit these for a little while. Just grab a player. Um, I might do. I mean, I, I might do Bryce Bryce Young. Um, I may talk a little bit about Stroud, although that's going to be that would be. <laughs> you're, you're just you're just kicking the hornet's nest. Then <laughs> I might as well just have somebody kick me in the nuts because. <laughs> 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 um, no, I think that getting into some of these receivers would be interesting. Um, the Lions Lions do quietly need a receiver, not early, but they do need something, especially if if Shark leaves in free agency. And I think you and I both think that's happening. Yeah, I do too. I think he's going to get a nice contract, and it'll be deserved. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think that there's some tight ends in this in this class. Uh, Darnell Washington is a monster. Uh, love him as a player. Um, I, I love him being your left tackle in three years after he gains another ten pounds. 
That's fine. That's, <laughs> I mean, I like I look at the Lions, and I think you know Matt Nelson was their swing tackle, kind of extra tight end, and I think okay, if that's if that becomes Darnell Washington, you're really you are doing some things, and then with the way they run power, and you know wanting to go heavy with twelve personnel stuff, that guy oh, might be oh. that guy might open the doors for you. Oh, you're having you're giving, you're getting me excited here, Scott. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Ladies no, and gentlemen, just, the the awesome Scott Bischoff. Please check out his videos at the Detroit Lions podcast on youtube he's putting these out all the time be gentle in the comments too scott scott like like scott's a, <laughs> scott's a very mature adult but he takes things a little personally he, you know people people leave you know, deserved after my my uh shenanigans last year i guess we'll say that i mean these these things happen people people do remember scott they do i know <laughs> apparently they do <laughs> Scott Bishop, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me uh, today on the huge show. Anytime. Thank you.